Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 7th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Eastern Washington AD Lynn Hickey announces she will retire when her contract ends on April 30th. Hickey stating, I am incredibly passionate about intercollegiate athletics and will miss the interaction and competition, but it is time for me to prioritize my family. I will forever cherish my Eagle experience due to the wonderful student-athletes, staff, and fans that I have been fortunate to work with and who epitomize our values of grit, grace and gratitude. Newly named Ball State AD Jeff Mitchell from his introductory presser, Here's what I know, Ball State consists of leaders and winners. We are determined. We are creative. We are intelligent. We are respectful. We are inclusive. We are curious. We are encouraging. We are tough. We are grateful. And we don't put limits on things we can accomplish together. College AD reports Mitchell has agreed to a five-year deal which will pay him $285,000 through June 30, 2024, after which point he will be eligible for pay raises. Should BSU part ways with Mitchell without cause, he must be given 60 days, written notice and would be owed a buyout equivalent to his base salary at that time. Additionally, Mitchell must inform the president before entering into discussions for another AD post or similar opportunities, within college athletics. Mitchell's bonuses range from $5,000 to $20,000 for athletic achievements, and cannot exceed $50,000 in a given year. D1 Ticker and Connects Brian Fisher sat down with Villanova AD Mark Jackson at the NCAA convention to talk about his time on the D1 Council, the Transformation Committee, NIL and replacing a legendary coach and former Wildcats head men's basketball coach Jay Wright. Jackson remarks he would encourage incoming NCAA President Charlie Baker to visit college campuses and understand the nuances of what we're dealing with on the very front lines because every campus is different, every program is different, and to have baseline understanding would be really beneficial. Jackson also notes how much he's still learning during his third year on the D1 Council, plus how the responsibilities of serving on some key national committees. He's also a part of the long-range planning and strategy group, aids in running his own department. I'm getting a sense of where things are going by having a front row seat. FIU AD Scott Carr joins the Underdog Dynasty podcast to discuss the Panthers' 2022 seasons, recent meetings with Conference USA ADs, the contract extension of head football coach Mike McIntyre and more. Carr explains that when he arrived on campus, he didn't realize there was no annual fund. So, we were using 2022 really to build our fundraising platform and also to build out our fundraising staff. When I got here we only had one full-time person that was in fundraising here. The Panthers have since doubled that number and are looking to bring on two more fundraisers for a total of four. We're doing the same in ticketing. We had one person here in our ticket area when I got here, and from a sales standpoint we're up to three on the sales side and we're up to two on the operations side, and we're probably going to add a third. I think there's a real appetite for giving and the ability to be able to raise some money here and get some projects done. North Dakota State AD Matt Larson discusses several of the issues facing college athletics, telling Prairie Public Radio there is a misconception among the public about what college sports looks like. So much of the public perception is Alabama, is North Carolina, is Michigan, where those are institutions that are going to have $150 million, $200 million budgets. The vast majority of D1 institutions have operating budgets way below $100 million. 
I think the public perception is of all this money being pumped into college athletics. For every Nick Saban who makes $10 million, there's thousands of football coaches who make $50,000. So, I think we've lost the narrative a little bit from a college athletics perspective that college athletics is not Alabama. Asked about possible realignment for the Bison, Larson notes things can happen quickly, but NDSU has invested in its infrastructure and its people, with $110 million having been spent on facilities in the last eight years. All of those things put us in a really good position where people nationally are talking about what's next for NDSU. If we hadn't done some of those things, we're probably not part of those conversations. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean we're going anywhere or doing anything. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, February 7th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.